train. It's a sword of power, sword of power, dragon and earth, soaring through the sky. Spread your wings. No, I got it right. <laughs> I thought I got the name of the show wrong. Like... <laughs> Last time on Ballin' Out Super, Goldo had just really made a mark with the boys by purchasing a great new hat. Will today be the day that Goldo is forced to eat a whole corn dog of shame in front of his whole boys? Find out this week on Ballin' Out Super. Whole boys sounds like a, a like a hentai, a boys love comic. Whole, Whole boys. boys, yeah. <laughs> That's like. Um, uh, <laughs> do you want me to use a? Should should I use a condom or are we going whole boys? <laughs> whole boys on ice. Whole boys swimming. It's nice. Whole boys, notice whole boys. me, senpai. <laughs> notice my hole. Notice my hole, senpai. It's where my, my Kokoro favorite. is. <laughs> some of my favorite characters in the movies, holes, is the whole boys. Oh man, we are coming in hot this week. <laughs> well, hello everybody, and welcome back to Ballin' Out. Super, 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 Ballin' Out, super. I am your host, Jeremy Hammond. With me, as always, are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Leon. Oh, so good to be back in this uh, digital anime room with my boys. And you know what? I feel so good that I did not go to the beach today. And Alex Patak. Hey, everybody. I put my pork dinner away until <laughs> after podcast. <laughs> Just going to look at it for now. Nothing, nothing more knows. for us to complain about. Oh my Nope. <laughs> I am present and ready to roll. <laughs> what is your pork dinner? You didn't answer before. It's a pork surprise. It's what the fuck is a pork it all. surprise? <laughs> pork surprise Latinos sounds like a sex arroz. move in Whole Boys. Yeah, it's, yeah. I was gonna say it also <laughs> sounds boys. like a boy love comic. <laughs> we're just we're establishing a whole genre today, but I'm here for it and I'm ready to pay attention and not chew into the mic and um, yeah. Just professional podcasting. But what what is pork surprise? What do you need to know? Is a pork? I'm trying to take an interest in my sauce. boy's life. Yeah. Why are you acting and like rice. pork surprise is self-explanatory? Some shit we should just know Pay about. No mind to the surprise behind the pork. <laughs> <laughs> and all the attention's up here with Dragon Ball Z Kai. Why are you being so secretive about your pork? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with the pork that you don't want us to know about? There's nothing wrong with it. I just, I don't, I don't, I, you're embarrassing me in front of the pork where I've established a very dominant relationship in front of it. Uh-huh. 
and Alex, I don't you want can't it to see me being questioned in front of your boys because your boys is Jeremy and sometimes me, and you. It's I too understand. late. It's too late. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> we all, I eat. I eat all kinds of pork, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I can hang. What is the it fuck? a chop? What is it? <laughs> I don't. It's not a chop. It's just some. <laughs> It's not shredded. Why is this yeah, so I just like get a piece until of, you brought it up? Just get a piece of pork and just like would boil it. What did you do? There is a restaurant and there's a plate that was like okay. all kinds of fucking pork in this one. This I was is like, better. Sold. Okay. No one will ask follow-up questions about what's so in here. So hard to just be like, I just ordered something called pork surprise. I don't know what's in it. I thought you would understand. <laughs> My God! Why is it like this? <laughs> well, Alex went to the beach today. <laughs> Why? I am trained in there recapping anime, not in, in describing pork. And only one Every of day them you want to keep me in a prison, a prison away from the beach. Because it's illegal. You could have come yesterday. I went to the beach yesterday. You could have come. I went to the beach yesterday too. <laughs> oh my God. Are I'm you, addicted to the beach. Are you unemployed right now? Well, no, I work at the Pulling Out Super podcast. <laughs> okay, just checking. And the Pod Damn America podcast, which is unfortunately recording at the same time as this one, so that's too bad, but okay. know, I set firm hours. So nobody's keeping a schedule. That's I'm missing a lengthy discussion about the film Mystery Men right now. Oh, damn. Anders Lee. That sucks. I, you know what would be very offensive is if we also discussed Mystery Men on here. We could. Uh, really it did, you, got to uh, him. This is weird because that movie did come up for me today. Really? Yeah, because... Uh, There's just so much to discuss. I got in the car with my partner and a Tom Petty song was on. And he's like, fuck Tom Petty. I'm like, I love you, babe. And I brought up how wow. uh, me and Jeremy on the old Two Minutes podcast had to do a Tom Petty versus Tom Waits debate. And right. I was like, I don't know a ton about Tom Waits, but I know that he's not Tom Petty who sucks. And yeah, I feel like that was my big takeaway from that was like, I don't actually think I know who Tom Petty is. Yeah, Tom right. Petty sucks. And then the I... The takeaway is Toms can be different. Um, but I... I was, <laughs> They're not all the same. But my jumping off point is like, I don't have a lot to say about Tom Waits either, but I did like Mystery Men as a kid. So mm. there's that <laughs> point for Tom Waits. Against Tom what is Petty. Is Tom Waits in that? Is He's he... the non-lethal weapons expert that makes oh. like the tornado in a can and shit like that. He's not Frankulator Frankenpuss or no. whatever that guy's name is. Dude, no. what a Nails. cast this has though, huh? Yeah, and what a weird one. Yeah, Artie Lang is in it. Artie Lang's in it. Kel Mitchell is in it. Wow. One of Dane Cook's finest works, Mystery Man. Dane Cook is in it? Yeah, he plays the Waffler. What? This is my real beat on Mystery Men is Dane Cook's in it for a hot second and steals the show. Because he's not even a big name yet. And people are like, who's this Dane guy? He's rocking this movie with his trademark comedy style. Is this us going to war with Poddam? Let's go. Our new rival <laughs> podcast, I'm Pod essentially Damn just America. like leaking assets <laughs> <laughs> out into the open. Dude, the best part is I that I know this will come out first. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way Jake's getting this out know. tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know. Well, sometimes he just blasts it, though. Sometimes oh, true. He's like, no filter. Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be some important discussion in the Mystery Men episode that just needs to get out. 
I can tell you, though, we will probably be approaching it from very different angles. And so it's a diverse study and celebration of Mystery Men what, here on its well, my, what is my their hot take 11th on, birthday. My hot take on Mystery Men is it totally predates the superhero movie craze, but it has the look of all the current super movie hero movies. Okay, that was a lot of what Anders' point was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Anders Lee. I went to art school. <laughs> but I was really approaching it from the waffler angle, which is now missing from the episode. Oh, He's got man. his truth syrup. You know, I don't see that's part of it. I don't see Dane Cook on here. It's a small role, but it's a big impact when you watch it. Oh, okay. Just take my fucking word for this. This is one of my most viewed movies of all time. <laughs> What's your second this and most rat viewed? race? Okay, there we go. I feel like that comes through in my personality. What mm. else can I ruin for your other podcast? Yeah, what else are you guys mm. talking about coming up? Why don't you pull up the schedule? You know, we kind of blew our wad of uh, pre-planned stuff right now, <laughs> so I couldn't if I wanted to. Okay. So every week you're just like, is there something in the news? Not really. Yeah. I guess we'll talk about Mystery Men. I guess it's Mystery Men again. <laughs> 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 no, you know what it is? It's, it's like working at CNN. We're just on the ground, our fingers on the pulse. What are, what are we talking about? What's America talking about? I feel what bad. Do people need to know? Because I'm not really plugged into everything except when I talk to yeah. our friends IRL. So I keep accidentally talking. I, I keep accidentally stepping into like podcast drama because I just keep like sincerely replying to people's tweets and not knowing it's like a subtweet to something bigger. <laughs> yeah, watch your seat. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that happens to me with Jake all the time, but not with anybody else, really. It's happened to me like four times in the past summer, over the summer, and I think I just, I need to... How can I explain this to you guys? It's like, if you walk into the mosh pit, you're going to catch some bows, you know what I'm saying? Alex, what's the last mosh pit you've been in? It was uh, Mighty Mighty Boston's. And everybody was calling their elbows bows back then. (laughs) You're going to catch in bows. (laughs) Because it's the impression that I get that you have not death. been in <laughs> Anyway, yes. No, you're right. I should just never reply to Jake's tweets. Yeah, I just well, need Because it's the mosh pit, is yeah. all I'm saying. No, Alex, you have the best policy on it, where you just seem to just never engage with anything Jake's doing online. I love Jake. I'm too busy crowd surfing. I just, crowd know, surfing the web. I forget. I forget it's a public stage, and I, I'm just yeah. like, I'm just replying to my friend, and then I was like, uh oh, mm. spaghettios. Exactly. As a performer, I usually think you have that to I'm be ready to step into the light. I usually feel like I'm just making a quick little joke and just yeah. being like, all right, just riffing on what Jake said, and then I'm out of here. And then no like ten riffs. hours later, somebody's just like, you're killing comedy. Dude, <laughs> what? You're raping oh, Louis so C.K. is a joke to you. <laughs> I have an honest question. What do people uh-huh. think comedy is? I thought it was jokes to make people laugh. Yeah. When I, the way look, when I grew up, comedy was five aliens in one uniform, and they have a pose they do together. <laughs> That's comedy. But they work for the forces of evil, and the conflict there keeps you coming back. Right. Um, I do feel. I feel what you're saying, though, Katie. That like it's it's 
like they're not talking about comedy when they they get all mad, right? And like, it, and it happens on like both uh, ends of this. You know, there there's so many people who will say things like, "I got into comedy to do to like X, Y, and Z," and I'm like, "To do I, social justice," and you're like, "That's not what comedy is either." Yeah, I did. I think a lot of comedy is uh, dating a woman in her twenties. Uh, <laughs> that's a lot of it but you're like much older but it's like not illegal so what's the big deal so what's the big deal like, I mean yeah. you're not wrong yeah it's true <laughs> yeah. anyway let's get off of this I just, Look, it's just like, <laughs> these girls are tight it's comedy <laughs> ew Alex yuck it's funny I'm a married man <laughs> Wait, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna steer this ship for a second. And, oh, uh, I'd love to see you try. Bring it back to the east. Okay. Okay. There's a and fire. By in the, the east. east, I mean uh, jolly old England, because <laughs> <laughs> I'd love. To I've see been you. watching. Okay. I've been watching the hit show Giri Haji on Netflix, which is duty shame, and uh, it's it's real good. I want to recommend it to everybody listening. Can you describe it? What the fuck is it? Families. Well, first of all, I shouldn't have to describe it because you should just take my word as uh, as as a compact. Yeah, oh, but I I'm do. trying to make a product here where we entertain people. Got it. People. Got it. Got it. Got yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in that in that case, <laughs> well, here's here's the pitch. Oh, it's not. And anime. if you're listening, well, it's not anime, but it is a Japanese drama that takes place in jolly old England. Weird. <laughs> It's about so poop? it's about a yakuza thug who has to leave the country and ends up setting up shop in a nasty old side of the bend, right? And it's got all your favorite accents being uh, Cockney accent, and then people fluently speaking Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> the two things you want to hear, and guess right. what? They're both happening. Of course, and they even do a funny thing in the show where they'll have people who are bilingual in conversations, but with their outside friends, and they'll even put into the show, they'll be like, I didn't understand what he said, say it again. I didn't understand what he said, say it again. And, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff is so fun. I can't recommend it enough, Giri Haji. Also, one of the main characters is a is a male prostitute, and um, he's like the heart of the show, and he reminds me a lot of my friend Max, so I wanted to just, like, get like promotion for him out because he's a star and so what's the what's the gimmick here is that he's so he's an ex-yakuza guy he lives in london and is i don't want to like, spoil too much of the plot but the the plot of the story is is he like yakuza getting involved guy, in like guy Ritchie style antics no the guy yakuza guy is like the evil guy essentially and his brother is a no-nonsense cop in tokyo town and he travels across the world to bring his brother home to face justice for murder with a samurai sword mm-hmm <laughs> and uh, it's an hour-long, like, premium drama, kind of like a Breaking Bad-style thing. Oh, so it's serious? Oh, it's serious, but it's fun. I mean, <laughs> without saying too much, there is a dance number. I won't say when. <laughs> I'll say you won't be expecting it. I'm going to say I'm going to skip this, but yeah, thank you pass. for the suggestion. <laughs> I'm going to pass on this one, but buddy. But it's good. <laughs> I don't It'll know about this. You- the characters will remind you of your friends. Which friends? Name a Max friend. Max Ogle. I just think that one guy reminds me of Max Ogle. Oh, that yeah. Max is who you meant. Yes. Mm. Oh, because okay. he's a hoe? Not because I think he's a gay prostitute, but because I think he is charming as this sly young He's character. as charming as a gay prostitute. I mean, he dresses like as one if he, As if his life <laughs> depended on it. <laughs> 
So even if you two won't listen, I'm sure everyone will listen. I'm sure we won't get any feedback of like I've seen that show and it sucks. Yeah, I'm sure and, nothing uh, like talk that about at all, anime yeah. that's not an anime. Yeah, there's just Japanese people in it that doesn't make it an anime. Right. Um, seven full Dragon Balls for the show. I thought it was great. No, hope it gets another season. Can't be seven. It's either seven or six with no Guy Ritchie style antics. Well, there's like. There's a massive shootout at one point. Uh, Does that count as a Guy Ritchie antic? I don't think so, no. There are women in the show. So There's no bare-knuckle boxing. Uh, not not of the West, the way you're hoping. Mm. Not in a way that <laughs> redeems the West for their crimes. Yeah, no, I don't think For I which don't... they will be... Uh, Forced to face justice in time. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be uh, involving myself in this one. Yeah. Come on. Yep. Hard pass. <laughs> sorry. You know, yeah, I sorry. knew you weren't going to watch it, but I'm surprised Katie is also not going to watch it. I'm. I'll watch other bullshit. I just it's like too much going on for me. That's true. <laughs> Keep it simple. <laughs> it's too much going on. Too, too much going on. Too much in the world right now. I don't need to get tied down in London politics right now. <laughs> I just mean too many accents, too many angles yourself. I just like, I don't want to watch anything serious right now. I just want to watch dumb bullshit. Where That's it's, true. From what I can tell, I don't know if this is like an exact read. And maybe I should just wait for a guest to say this. But from what I can tell, London politics is just people arguing over like the fate of who is trans and that's like all they got going on there's other stuff but yeah, there's a lot of like islamophobia too yeah they just seem like they talk about it a lot more than we do they for do whatever. british <laughs> celebrities are really concerned with like who is trans who is not uh like what counts as trans who counts as women there it seems like their their celebrity culture is much more like Hot to trot on that sort of uh, yeah. that sort of issue in particular, and I don't know what it is. I think it's like I think we've talked about this before that it's something to do with like their rigorous caste system. Oh yeah, maybe when Hussein was on or something. Maybe yeah, but, something but, about um, just like living in a growing up in a country where you can like look at the shape of someone's nose and be like you're working class. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of makes you be like maybe uh, identity is something really specific. The Tudors would have had you killed. <laughs> I see that jawline. <laughs> it's a Protestant jawline if I've ever seen one. Oh, yeah. Um, um, well, because it's not that Americans aren't transphobic. I just feel like the, <laughs> the maybe academic rigor of it wears on our population to an extent where we're just like, ah, now if I see him in a bathroom, I'll kill him. I'm done. Yeah, that's up. what I was saying. Like, it's segmented <laughs> to specific places where it's either like, like academia arguments about certain things or it's like the just the bathroom thing and that's it seems to be the main place where that culture war is happening here right it just seems like it's like that part's blown over remember that was all you could hear about like two or three years ago i mean ago? there's trans people being killed like literally once a week still so i wouldn't yeah that's what i'm saying because it's like the violence stays but the conversation exhausts people right. and they give up I, I see what you mean. It's weird that that's like their main fixation, but I think it's also just like a, a psyop thing where it's like they're just trying to distract with all the other stuff they fucked up over there. Right. right. And no one talks about Big Ben anymore. 
Yeah. Nobody he, talks about Big Ben anymore. He's so he doesn't come big. up once in all of Giri Haji. Dude, and it's weird. Like, it felt like years ago, like, Big Ben, all you would hear about is, like, Big Ben and, like, how Big Ben is just revolutionizing comedy and, like, <laughs> listen for the chime. <laughs> when I hear the bells, it's when I got to start trotting. You know, I heard Big Ben's kids, like, don't even speak to him anymore. Really? <laughs> I heard that, yeah, they won't even speak to him after, like, all this Me Too stuff. Well, That's terrible. <laughs> you know, once they found out his bricks were uh, stolen from indigenous populations, they're like, right. oh, Dad, we just yeah. can't be seen with the you anymore. too is when you're a big clock like that, you have to realize that you affect other clocks in the scene. It's true, yeah. Like, smaller clocks <laughs> are, like, really, they're looking to you for, like, guidance, and you can, like, really take advantage of that position as a gigantic clock. Right. Yeah, my wristwatch took it really hard when I found out. If they're going to chime, maybe go, don't chime louder than them at the same time. I had to That's go get it rude. recalibrated because of the news about Big Ben. <laughs> my watch just stopped working. It just like couldn't even do it anymore. Yeah. Just sits there. These days, you uh, say TikTok, they throw you in jail. They throw you in jail. That guy, he got me into wanting to be a watch. I never would have been a watch if it wasn't for Big Ben. <laughs> when I saw him on Saturday Night Live, <laughs> being a clock. Yeah, and honestly, like people do not talk nearly enough about Big Dave Becky's role in it. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's enough about that. That's I enough about that. What about Big Ben Okerson? Big Ben Okerson. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of like and makes it's a giant the clock time. with a uh, with with fingerless gloves. Oh god! <laughs> Anything else? There Anything has else? to be something else. There's got to be more left in the tank here. Did anybody watch? Anybody, I've just been. I feel like I've been talking about Big J Okerson like a disproportionate amount from the amount I've ever seen him do comedy. That's true. <laughs> just yeah. Like one time. Well, ever. that's why the riff is always you ever fucking Asian because that's literally the only thing I've ever heard him say because I've only that's listened true. to five minutes of his special and turned. We're it arguing off. from a point of ignorance. <laughs> that's true. You he could be how to so funny. I have no idea. It's true. I think he's one of the funniest guys. He's like <laughs> Big Ben was a person. <laughs> um. Well, did anybody see any animes? No. With my eyes. No. Yeah, with your eyes. No, I'll just go back to my pork dinner. <laughs> if we're not going to discuss the animes no, on I our anime my, show. My my 2020 pledge has been to not watch anime uncompensated. Wow. That's my new thing. <laughs> You've spent so much emotional labor getting to this point. <laughs> Watching all the animes. Yeah, I'm just not doing it anymore. You got to pay me. I, I feel like I like I like watching anime kind of as a... Uh, like as a sub, you know, how so? like I'm being punished. I'm being punished for why? Why, did, why are they animals? But they're sexy. Uh-huh. What's going on? Is this who I am? I'm bad. I'm bad for watching it. Yeah, you I'm like just to thinking about watching B stars again. On you. Did I talk about? I I tried to make my friend from high school watch Food Wars last month and he was like really grossed out and offended and I was like it's fucking funny <laughs> <laughs> like he thought you were trying like, to make him watch porn or something well cause I, I had explained it to him and he thought it was funny and then he watched it and he's like they're children and I'm like it's a joke 
You don't get anime. <laughs> it's on Adult Swim now. It's fine. <laughs> you, don't you want to learn how to cook in an enlightened environment? <laughs> Food Wars really is such a good bellwether of, like, can somebody handle anime at all? Yeah. Like, it's... It's unpleasant when it blows back the other way, I'll tell you. <laughs> it is, but, I mean, you know, you, you've, you know, you've separated the, the wheat from the chaff in some ways. That's true. I'm no longer friends with anyone who won't watch Food Wars. Who won't watch Food Wars. If you can't handle Food Wars, you don't, you don't deserve me at my... Here are my Gundam friends. Yukihira Soma. Um... The other ones in the show. I don't remember <laughs> their names off the top of my head. I don't remember anybody's name on that show. Is Yuki is the main guy? His name is, yeah, it's Soma is his first name. Yeah, Soma, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's a great cook, and that's why it's great having him around and having him be my friend. Right, of course. But yeah. I do feel like I've lost a lot of people hanging out with him. Well, and Soma, yeah, I mean, he supported you a lot during, like, you know, when all that shit was happening with Big Ben. That's true. Yeah, yeah you, you needed like, a lot of it. emotional support, and they didn't get, they wanted me to take down the Big Ben posters in my house. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't do it. You will not be silenced. Big Ben is a clock legend. He's a clock legend. Okay, I you like can looking separate, at the wall. Listen, you can separate the clock from the bell. Okay, like they're <laughs> they're two different things. <laughs> I mean, no matter what he did, you got to respect that. Like, what uh, about being a clock? He's one of the best there's ever been. One of the best there's ever been. <laughs> wow, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got to say. Look, it's a good. It's uh, this is an evergreen riff that mm. people are going to be t- years to come. This is up there with like the Piccolo Cloaca. We're going to be coming back to this years Year, down years the line. To come. Yeah. yeah, This will be the marker of when we completely stop talking about Dragon Ball ever. <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason are running a Dragon Ball podcast. <laughs> back when they started taking down Big Ben. That's when they hit their stride as flowing nonsense. <laughs> Just absolute bullshit. <laughs> Wait, okay, no, nah, here's another question. I'm going to steer us back here a little all bit. All right, all right, all right, all right. Now, you guys are going to the beach, and I think we're all going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you afraid of sharks? No. Not not our local beaches, no. But not I never, your local I, beaches? I'm scared of open water. I don't want to, like, you know people who, like, go on vacation, and they, like, float on their stomachs that go snorkeling? I don't fuck with that. Yeah, dude. My friend Alex, not you, Alex, another Alex, uh, fucking almost drowned on his uh, honeymoon. He just like was like walking along the beach, and he was just like walking in like just like a couple feet into the ocean, and just like the undertow just pulled him in. Yikes! And it's like undertow is like you you know you feel it. You're always like oh that's weird. It's like pulling me in, and like he just got fucking like pulled under, and they just happened to be nearby to somebody who knew CPR. He would have fucking. He would drown otherwise. Oh, Shit's he really crazy. went unconscious. Yeah, yeah, he got pulled under. He like sucked in some water. They had to like pull him out and like you know do the whole like Baywatch thing. You know. Sexy. Oh my god! So wait, like, Are did sure he escape was... by swimming or did he pass out in the no, water? No, he passed out. Somebody had to pull him out. Oh wow! Oh my god! Is that terrifying? On his honeymoon. <laughs> On his honeymoon. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure that wasn't just some like weird kinky foreplay? <laughs> 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 you sure you weren't just watching Baywatch? <laughs> I'm gonna let the water. Bring me all the way in. I'm talking. 
squeeze the life out of me, and then it's up to you. Do you save me or do you let me die? <laughs> but that's I, like this could be it. Live or Ser- die. The choice is yours. Seriously, though, that is terrifying. It's so terrifying. I, just, I can't stop imagining doing CPR on someone, and like they throw up all the water and come out of it, and are just coming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was good. It was good. It was good. <laughs> I love the ocean. I don't. Re- I don't regret the decisions I made. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, well, the reason I ask about the sharks is right, just because, right, right. and on. this is a public service announcement. This is important to say on the show. As it becomes closer to the fall, if you are in North America, you might be more likely. To be attacked by a shark because they migrate down and around. And I've seen in September, October is actually prime shark time. I don't think the beach is around here, but I think if we were like more New England territory, I, I, I'd be more scared of a shark. No, these New York sharks love New York. Yeah, we get them like once every like two or three years, I feel like. Yeah. But you know what would be funny is if um, you remember there was they like take all those. a big bite out of a tire and are like, come on. <laughs> there, you remember all those posts that were like uh, like the dolphins swimming through the canals in Venice and people are like, nature's coming back. What if it was that, but it was like somebody got eaten by a shark? <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's so beautiful. Nature is coming back after COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a I might sh- be wrong about this, like, but I thought the- somebody was eaten by a shark in New York this summer. You know those canals like over by the Ikea and shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it'd be so funny if like someone got eaten by a shark over there. Yeah, and the thing is, sharks deserve to like get someone. They well, do. They so, work okay, so hard. I was confused. There was a New York woman killed by a shark this year, but it was in Maine, so that's a uh, false flag. Okay. That's crazy. See, I told you, dog. In Maine, one of the top questions if you Google shark attack New York, people also ask, "Is there sharks in Hudson River?" <laughs> a lot of people apparently ask that is there sharks in hudson river i mean no they don't ask are there sharks in hudson river let's be clear about that is there how come sharks in hudson river how come sharks in hudson river (laughs) um yeah sharks in it i'm not too concerned about sharks when it comes to new york water it's more like a whole other plethora of like, is this uh, contaminated in some way? Uh, right. What is that that touched my leg? I hope it was seaweed and not just like a condom. A dead horse bone or something. Yeah, I feel like if sharks showed up, they'd just be eating all those bodies dumped. Right, exactly. <laughs> like they just clean it up for us. They'd be too preoccupied with all the dead horses. Mm. You know, but the thing is, is they don't want a person. They want a seal. And I've been seeing seals. You've been seeing seals? Yeah, I've been seeing seals. No, you have not. In real life? Yeah, I have. I see them all the time. What? At Reese Beach. I go over there. I go, there's a seal. Get the fuck out of here. You've not seen a seal at Reese Beach. Warning, seal, warning. I saw a dolphin there last year. Get the fuck out of here. This is what I'm saying. I'm having magical experiences at the beach. No wonder you're going on Mondays. (laughs) You don't want to go when the weekend is crowded. It wasn't crowded yesterday, actually. It was pretty good. Well, the traffic can be a shark attack in its own way. <laughs> in some ways. <laughs> in some ways, it's not worse. the traffic at Reese Park a shark of its very own. <laughs> 
But if you count the bodies, it's like a million sharks an hour to one New York woman in Maine a year. Right, so yeah. they deserve it. Shout out to sharks. Don't go in the water. The sharks are looking for revenge. Yeah. They're going to get you. Don't go in the water. But do go in it a little bit. But like, be aware that you might be the next sacrifice. Love to see you coming up in the scene. Sharks, they're always grinding. They're always working hard. You'd have to go to pretty deep in the water to be at risk for a shark attack, though. I don't know if that's true, but I have no shout idea. out to sharks. But shouts anyway, yeah. One of you, one of you is going to be the next Big Ben. <laughs> Not who he is, but who he was. <laughs> All right, I think we're ready for a Dragon Ball oh, Z beautiful. recap. Shark Another attack. perfect episode. <laughs> better watch yourself, better watch your back. Do you remember that Math the Band song, Jeremy? Shark no. attack. Ah! I remember the Bouncing Souls song, Shark Attack. Shark Attack. Better watch yourself. <laughs> okay. Excelsior, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Pete Buttigieg, of The Little Mayor That Could. And I'd like to give you a little lesson about the Ballin' Out Super podcast. A podcast by Americans like you who chose to lead and lead to choose. Now, when I'm out there weaving it up, I like to listen to that podcast and really have a good laugh with my good husband, Chasson. I particularly like it when they reference Naruto. Date bio. If you so happen to enjoy this podcast, please subscribe to their Patreon, or else you'll be disappointing me, Pete Buttigieg, your best friend. The title of this episode is First Up for the Ginyu Force, Goldos Time Freeze. All right. All right. I can't believe they they spoiled it up top. You know, I love a good time freeze. In fact, I felt like I've been in one for the majority of this episode. <laughs> yeah, who, who made this quarantine app in Galdo? Woo! Thanks anyone? for listening, everyone. Viewers like you, you keep <laughs> us coming back. I, I do feel like I'm in some sort of Groundhog's Day Inferno a little bit, uh, but that's all about the change. It's about to get cold and the second wave will happen, so look Ooh. out for that. <laughs> no sharks in that wave. Nope, just people who think they can party indoors getting each other sick. Cowabunga. Uh, dudes. Cowabunga. Uh, we open up and Frieza greets the newly landed Ginyu Force. A group of super elite intergalactic black water type hitman that uh, work for Frieza. And he, they pose. They pose too. and they sing. They're very theatrical. They're like a boy band. There's something one thing for everyone in there, you know? Right. Um, and Frieza greets the Guinea Force. He says, Vegeta is a traitor and ran off with my Dragon Balls. Bring him back to me. Uh, and they explain how their scouters are tracking him right the fuck now. But there's something wrong. He's not traveling alone. He's with those little fucks from Earth. And so... Right, it says right here on my scouter. Because the whole, the, the whole thing about the Ginyu Force is they're only assigned to Namek under the pretense of, like, managing a shipment of new scouters. Yeah, they need to bring the new scouters with them. And they get there and they're like... Hey, Frieza, we got these brand new scouters. Do you want them? He's like, yes, I do. And I really don't think that this will be consequential to the plot at all, right? 
No, well, here's how it's going to impact the plot, and that is they're going to put more scouters over their eyes and then look at the Saiyans, (laughs) and wouldn't you know it, doesn't matter if they're new, they're going to pop right onto your eyeball. Yeah, they thought they fixed it, but, you know, they didn't. Um, And so when they realize Vegeta's not alone and Frieza mentions the other two, they're like, what should we do with them? And he's like, I don't know, have fun. I mean, this is a work trip, but you're still traveling. And uh, Jace comes out and he's like, can one of you Australian accent this and be like, we have scouters? Why well, have scouters? Yeah, Mate, then, we've we've scouters. And then Ginyu Force, as a group, got really excited. So they decided to do an improv troop warm up of zip zap zop. They stand in a circle <laughs> and go freeze a force, freeze a force. We're the freeze force. It's cool. We're the freeze a force. They stand in line. <laughs> they do little poses and then they shoot into the sky. And then they do a shot of. Frieza Washington yes. reaction that's insane. I love <laughs> they, this, though. They hold it on his face a little too long. He's perfectly still and has the expression of, like, the fuck? <laughs> it's so good because it's like it, the Ginyu Force Those is, like, posing friends. and dancing they're and shit. They're freaks. <laughs> like, they're posing and dancing is the kind of thing that could very easily be just anime funny where you're just like, I get that this is supposed to be funny, but it's not. Like, having cutting to Frieza's reaction where Frieza is not, like, amused or interested in this is, like, so great. It pulls the show to a whole new level of, like, wouldn't it be dumb if we put these guys in the show? <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be fucking stupid if you had to buy toys a fucking birder for 20 years? Here's the thing, like... I don't know if this is my nostalgia painting my experience of this, but it is true that I, I'm so happy to be, see them. Yeah, this was great. This is a great episode. Oh, my God. The best part of this episode is before they're fighting, and it's just the Ginyu Force being pals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I mean, well, that's what you want from the, you know, you like, it's just as much about the chemistry between them as it is about the content, right? And the thing is, too, when I'm like remembering it, it's. One by one, Kung Fu style, Goldo, then Raccoon, then Birder and Jace, then Ginyu. I never think about the moment when they're all together and, you know, everything's going great for them. They're in charge of shipments yeah. in the Frieza Empire. Then Lizzie starts playing. They're just <laughs> having a ball. Uh, can I bet f- they've synced up the radio and their little pods so they can all listen to the same song. Oh, yeah. Friendship's wild. Uh, can I uh, just put this on pause for two seconds? Because if I don't drink something with sugar or caffeine in it, I'm going to die. Give okay. me one yes, second. Yes, Katie. Yes. And when you come back, guess when we do the second episode, I'm making a Mai Tai. What is a Mai Tai? It's got light punch. I mean, sorry, light rum, dark rum, orange juice, pineapple juice in different amounts. It's easy, but it's a blast. That sounds great. And then the thing is, too, it's kind of like a, a tequila sunrise kind of thing where it's like, put some grenadine in here. And it's like, I don't have grenadine. Guys, <laughs> I'm not a millionaire. I have, I have an emergency to talk to you about. You know, I've been dating my partner for almost three years, and I love him dearly, but he only has Dr. Pepper in the fridge right now. He's a psycho, right? Like I'm on his yeah. side. Dr. <laughs> like, Pepper. He, he makes the world taste better. Like, I trust him, but now I'm like, I'm not so sure. He might be a fucking psycho. <laughs> <laughs> 23 flavors, 23, 23 paths of strength. There is caffeine in, in Dutch pepper, right? No, I'm drinking it because it's all I have, but like, 
what? Who the fuck buys it like a twelve pack of Dr Pepper in twenty twenty? That's insane. That's yeah, Spider Man right Two now was so long ago. Wish. I had one. <laughs> I had a Dr Pepper twelve pack. Mm. Oh, yeah, the yeah. thing is, though, if you just if you just drink these non diet sodas, it's it's gonna add up. You're drinking on the pounds. Not me, baby. Haha. <laughs> I posted a thirst trap the other day, and everyone's like, "What's your workout routine?" And I'm like, "God, baby, I'm blessed." <laughs> <laughs> Chosen I've been people, the doctor. <laughs> anyway, it's true. Where are we? Okay. When you were uh, walking us through your snack routine in Portland a few months ago, we were like, "Katie's amazing. She's just having an <laughs> incredible metabolism." I'm blessed. You know, some people choose to be stoners, and some people were born to be them. Some people can't not be. Um, so uh, the Ginyu Force takes off. And then, uh, meanwhile, last week we left Vegeta, who's decided to team up with Krillin and Gohan out of desperation. And Krillin and Gohan seem real easy to just suddenly be teaming up with this genocidal maniac. Vegeta. Yeah, I would feel weird about it. Yeah, I just, you know, you don't have to play that club. Uh, so Again, they, like, just watched him kill a bunch of children. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Gohan saw it happen. Uh, yes. I don't know. I just feel like because the show tries to make it about, like, remember he attacked Earth, which is very valid and very true, but it's also like the extremely recent reminders are just really dark. Right. <laughs> well, to them, the Namekians are, are nothing. They're worms. They're, They're all worms. one guy wearing yeah. different hats. <laughs> so um, Vegeta senses the Ginyu Force approaching. So he's like, oh, my God, there's no time. We need to hurry. So he screams at Krillin and Gohan to hurry. And then, uh, meanwhile, Goku, Goku's alarm has gone off in the, the spaceship. Wake up, Goku. You're almost there. Wake up, Goku. Wake up. Goku, he changes his clothes. He's like, why did King Kai send me all these clothes? I'm like, because you're the only freak that doesn't change his clothes, Gohan. <laughs> and I was also just thinking about this earlier. He's in the ship blasting the clothes off of his body in a circular chamber. What if he didn't have more clothes? Yeah. It'd be or so funny if he just shows up naked. <laughs> yeah, all he, shows of them. Up. Yeah. he has to fight uh, Frieza naked like when Brock Sampson goes That's to the That's what I was just off. thinking of. <laughs> guys want to fight they're like this motherfucker i like to feel the kill <laughs> <laughs> taste it in my teeth uh, he pretty much is naked by the end though but you know what if you want to have that in you got to escalate to it the ship announces 10 more minutes to landing and goku thinks to himself i'm so calm i should be more nervous but i'm not it must be all that training you know i i'm i'm the most calm i've ever, ever been i'm a I wonder, I wonder if training and all that gravity knocked a screw loose. Yeah. One of many kind of weird self-aware lines that happened in this episode. Yeah. I thought it was very funny because he's like talking to himself. He's like, I'm not mad. I'm actually laughing. <laughs> yeah. He's literally doing like, I'm the one, I'm not the one who's crazy. It is you. Yeah. I, you seem like you're really upset about this. You laugh because I'm different, but I laugh because you're all the same. <laughs> it's just no good. But yeah, it's funny that he like he's like, yeah, maybe it's all the training I've done, and, and definitely not all the times I've blasted myself in in the face and given myself CTE or the near, you know, being dead. 
Yeah. I don't think Go- Goku doesn't know about the Saiyan secret of getting stronger when you almost die yet, though. right? Because Vegeta knows, and he's told the audience, but Goku is he's as ignorant as a mere man cub, right? That's his whole thing. That's his thing. <laughs> he lives in the shadow of unknowing. He's dumb, but he doesn't know he's dumb, and that's so hot. And that, uh. that's why he's so hot. I was, uh, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, he's dumb, but he has abs. <laughs> wow. Uh, Vegeta lands on the ground, and he sees the Dragon Balls sitting in a perfect little circle like he left. I mean, he goes, we got to get him real fast. And the animation in this is psycho. He's moving so quick, but too slow. The entire Ginyu Force lands right in front of them, and they're like, nice to see you, little bro. Ginyu is Oh, are you going to do a wish? Uh, Was it for five cool guys? <laughs> I do. And they're rapping to the beat. <laughs> I love that the Ginyu Force rolls up and is just dunking on them. Yeah. So uh, Ginyu of the Ginyu Force, Captain Ginyu, is a purple uh, monster, as Dragon Ball's so fond of, and he's talking mad shit. He's like, looky, 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 I know how to count. One, two, three, four, five balls, and two over there. Uh, I think we're in business. Kaching! <laughs> and he's Captain Ginyu, first of his name. All his boys are like, "Yeah, my boy knows how to do math, counting." Woo! Counting. <laughs> There's more of us. Oh, we have seven yeah. balls, oh, five shit. and two. Oh, yeah. He didn't even need a calculator. They're so hype on each other. I love it. Yeah, the evil laugh like a little too long, and I kind of love it. And then Krillin is so scared because he doesn't know what real camaraderie looks like and he he thinks to himself Vegeta wasn't kidding you know I wouldn't last two minutes between against any of these guys and Vegeta you know he's been hurt he doesn't like being rejected from the group he goes fuck off guys I won't give this ball to you and then fuck off fat greeny approaches what's his name again Gordo Galdo. Galdo. <laughs> Gordo. I was that far off. You're thinking of the uh, the secondary character, Lizzie McGuire. I get them confused a lot as well. Galdo What's and Gordo Goldstein? are very similar, okay? Yeah. Uh, his name's Goldstein. Listen, they're both <laughs> lesbian icons. Uh, so, Goldo approaches... And he's like, and Vegeta's like, what? Look at this guy. You stink. You smell. You're literally <laughs> gross. You're like round and shit. Yuck. <laughs> and then Raccoon, who is like a nine foot tall man. I say man because most of these guys are purple alien types. He's like right. a dude with a really bad orange haircut. And Raccoon won my uh, boyfriend watch last week, so I am wishing him well in his fight against these boys. So Raccoon's like, hey, I want want to kill them, though. And, uh, you know, they're all fighting about that. And then, I like to cave him as well. Yeah, everyone's like, <laughs> me too, I'm burger, the quick one. Uh, and then so... There are sharks in this part of space. <laughs> Dude, I'm so glad Jace is still Australian. Because like, last episode, it seemed like they might have gotten rid of that. I'm so you were excited. Really panicking. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to. You, I didn't know how to like jump in and be like, I, just, I think he's still Australian because you were like, what will I do? He was my favorite. Well, he well, has like such powerful energy that across multiple different dubs and redubs, they still are like, no, he's an Australian man. This guy is I'm, from Australia. Here's the thing, because he's beautiful, 
But, like, there's something, if he just had, like, a regular voice, it would not complete the package. I think the right. accent really, like, there's something really powerful about someone who is so evil, but, like, kind of chill. Right. <laughs> and an exchange student. Yeah. <laughs> It's that thing like where when you're when when I was younger I thought anyone with like a vaguely non-American accent like was smarter than me and then it right. turns out that like Australia is just the fucking like Kentucky of the world. Yeah, dude, that's what's <laughs> great about Australia, right? Is that they have like a fun accent that's like nice to listen to, but you know for a fact that like none of them are smarter than us. Yeah, it's, dog. it's awesome. It's one of the few foreigners where you're like we are on the same level, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you and us we are the trash. Of the world <laughs> like you know new zealand french even though i hate them they can all dunk on me a little bit but mm-hmm. when you Australian- also killed all the indians but also your entire country is on fire respect <laughs> <laughs> salute man Woo. still figuring out the gay thing too i see sick shit yeah, you'll work it out you'll work it out Hey, stop Trust sending us. your it's models here. over here to open coffee shops. Yeah, I was going to say, Jace is, a, Jace is a photographer here for the summer. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just is. with the guinea force for the summer. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm Jace... here to kill these boys, and if anyone needs me to shoot their wedding, I do that as well. If anyone needs headshots. <laughs> no, yeah. No, he's totally a Tinder guy that is, like, uh, in New York for the summer looking for a tour guy. Uh, photographer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> looking traveler. for someone to show me... Yeah, Times Square. Yeah, oh my god. Well, no, it's really, yeah, the European, the Australians and the Irish are always like looking for a tour guide, cute uh, uh, Aussie boy. And I'm like, "Mm, not enough. Uh, (laughs) Not cute enough, my friend. Call me when you're Jace. So uh, Vegeta looks at them and he's like, hey, pal. Can those scouters find Dragon Balls? And Ginyu's like, yeah, I don't know. And he's like, psych! And he throws <laughs> the Dragon Ball full force with both hands, which I thought was very funny. But you know what? It's like um, in the Olympics when you do the the, 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 the spinning toss. Oh, right, so yeah, the, yeah. The, the, shot, is throw the shot put. Shot put, yeah. Yeah, the one that they let the fat kid do. <laughs> Right, right, yeah. Um, so he throws it. He goes, Major Look! But it, you know what, guys? It was not fast enough. And Captain, I mean, not Captain, uh, Birder uh, flies over there, catches it, and brings it back before they can even see it because he's so fucking fast, dog. He's so fast. He's got fast. those runner's legs. He's so tall. Gohan goes, How can anyone be so fast? And then Ginyu's like, uh, I guess you forgot that Birder is like the fastest guy in the universe. And he's like, yes, I am. And Birder. That's a measurable fact. Birder is the (laughs) tallest guy in the group. He has very wide shoulders. He's like indigo. No nose. He's like a no nose style alien. Right. I bet you're surprised by my swimmer's body. (laughs) You know what? Birder, Birder, you got it going on. Uh, and then I just uh, wish they gave him a fun accent. I feel like that's what he's missing. He, he does missing. lizard voice. Yeah. What if he was like? Uh, what if he was posh? <laughs> what if he? Yeah, okay, right. this is an interesting idea. <laughs> like, what if he was like a really like posh like you yeah, know like when you uh, meet one of those like uh, like posh like modely but like. Mm. 
You know? Oh, heavens, Jace. It appears you've done it again. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, he's like a I'm locust valley. Like. Like. Yeah. Like, let's. It let's... appears you've thrown the Dragon Ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was the speediest boy at Oxford. Yeah. <laughs> real, real, real. My mother sent me away to boarding Actually, school as yeah, a young I man. I don't want him to be a shit bitch. I, 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 I don't, yeah. I don't want anyone to I be was a thinking I would just be, it would maybe be Im- it is taking back the performing arts from the, the elites. They're all working class. They're all working class, but mm. they're different. Also, they're evil. Don't let that hold them back. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, no, uh, no ethical consumption or whatever, but they gotta work for <laughs> Amazon for killing. Um, no, this is my idea. I think it could have been an educational opportunity if they had Jace as Australian, Birder as New Zealand, and been like, can you tell the difference? Interesting. Great point. I don't think I could. One, one I'm trying to emigrate to to live, and the other one I will trick me of all my money. <laughs> mm, right. I've, well, that's the thing is Americans can't tell the difference. They just call it big New Zealand, but it's not. It's a whole other country. It's a whole other country, folks. Um, and they don't have their stuff together over yeah. there. So, or as they call it, medium St. James. <laughs> so uh, Vegeta's freaking out. So he yells at Krillin to destroy the remaining Dragon Ball. And before he can do anything, the uh, 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 I want to call him Gordo. I keep saying Goldstein. <laughs> Are you just used to him in Japanese where it's probably like Gordo? No, I just, it's very similar. Gordo. I only have Dr. Pepper here, so who knows? Uh, (laughs) Katie's gone off that Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper-san. Gordo grabs it before he can see it, and and so Vegeta goes, so the rumors are true. That disgusting, tiny, green, fat frog can slow down time. And Ginyu's like, all right, boys, you know, it's important that the crew maintains a positive attitude. Let's show our friends a good time. And Jace is like, uh, by good time, we mean murder, not a sleepover with hair braiding. He literally says that. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It doesn't fit in with the show. I know what you're thinking. They oh, we got to braid each other's hairs. <laughs> Greg, the stop sign. Kill each other. Uh, and that's it for you. Unfortunately. I wish it was the hair one. <laughs> no. It's not. <laughs> it's no. It's murder. It's not. <laughs> oh, man. You two are going to have to work on your Australian accents for this Try show. Trying my best. <laughs> no. I can only do no. No. <laughs> I find saying Greg. Sometimes it comes better than other times. <laughs> if you say Greg as Greg. G- yeah, that one helps yeah. a lot. Greg. <laughs> Greg. Greg. <laughs> um, so... Captain Ginyu announces, all right, I'm going to kill Vegeta, and then you guys rock, paper, scissors for the other two, and they're like, oh, fuck you. No, we all, oh, oh. come on. No. We want to do it. No, and then Ginyu's like, okay, boys. Well, you all rock, paper, shoot, scissors for it. And so they do it, and they start playing rock, paper, scissors. And What does Ginyu say he's going to do again? He's bringing the Dragon Balls to freeze. He's like, I'm going to go bowling. He just leaves. <laughs> Insane. They, I'm gonna go fuck off for a few minutes. They uh, they start. They're I close so, my fucking eyes for just a minute. <laughs> they're so powerful that they all keep uh getting ties over yeah. and over and over again. 
And then finally, Raccoon wins. And so he gets Vegeta and then uh, Goldo gets Gohan and Krillin. So Ginyu, yeah, he goes, okay, have fun. I'm taking these balls to Frieza. Bye, bitch. She's going to be immortal. Goodbye. Goodbye. And Gohan's like, oh, fuck. And Vegeta's like, no, we need to stay here and fight these guys. And I'm like, actually, Gohan has a point, but whatever. (laughs) Um it's also it's so important to remember at this juncture that if they just did their job, there would be no TV show. Yeah. <laughs> if they just like killed them in five seconds and then moved on with their lives. So uh, Vegeta starts talking to Krillin and Gohan while Raccoon dunks on them. He's like, oh, look at them making a stupid plan like stupid babies who shit their stupid baby pants. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Oh, oh, Vegeta. Uh, Vegeta's <laughs> like, all right, guys, is Goku here? And Krillin's like, no, but he's commenting. He's like, not good enough. All right, you two are going to die, but like, good luck, I guess. Uh, just so you know, Goldo has super duper psychic powers. So even though he looks like a freak, like, don't underestimate him. And they're like, thanks, I got it. Um, Gohan then sits and thinks about how this is just the worst vacation ever. He's like, nothing has gone right at all. Why was I invited to this? I'm five years old. They should have just said no twice. I would have stayed home. <laughs> I'm a baby. They could have literally just like tucked me too tight into bed. <laughs> um, yeah, they also uh, they have a breakthrough because they realize like, well, we're about to fight, but isn't fighting kind of like when we imagine fighting on the, on the ship. Yes, Krillin's like, you remember when we played pretend on the way here? Let's do that. <laughs> let's let's do the the moves Krillin, that we both thought of. Krillin and Gohan. I've never tried. Power up. I know I hate it so much. The implication there is <laughs> fucking maddening that they're like, "Yep. That's a thing." They power up. And the Ginyus are all looking at their scouters like, wow, fuck, now they are powerful. Whoa. These new scouters, they can track this exactly. No problems here. They (laughs) jump up in the sky and do a Kamehameha. And the green guy, uh, Galdo, he pauses time by holding his breath and runs away. And he looks at the sky and he's like, lousy punks, but what's that? They're not where the beams are coming from. They already scooted their boots to the right, but not fast enough. He runs out of breath and then he's able to uh, uh, get out of the way from the beam. And Birder's like, I guess they can raise their power levels. And Jace is like, you got some freaky friends there, Vegeta. Anyone want to tackle? Weed friends? Yeah. You want to tackle that one? Vegeta, it's weird weird, you're friends with children. He literally (laughs) says you have freaky friends. Seems sus to me. (laughs) I've seen Freaky Friday. I think you guys are doing... Seems like you're doing it a wee bit Clinton style. See, you guys are doing... New Vegeta's Zealand. a friend of you're Hillary. You're doing New Zealand <laughs> you because you're, you're being dry. I feel like Australia <laughs> is more like shouty and belligerent. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're doing New Zealand. We're both going to take an extensive course on accent <laughs> work in return. 
Uh, really more powerful than you could possibly imagine. You know, I'm really actually, like you... I found this really cool guy at the beach who gives lessons, and I'm going to go there and I'm going to learn all about See, it. See, I really let you guys down because if this was wasn't COVID times, I could have you know swiped on all those guys needing a tour guide, and I would have had an extensive log for everybody. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be such a funny Tinder profile though, looking for an accent coach for my friends. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, we should. talk. <laughs> Australian in for the summer looking for an accent coach for my friends <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, Krillin uh, turns to Gohan he's like Gohan it's like you're getting more powerful by the second and he's like I'm five <laughs> and then Krillin uh, and Gohan start zip zapping around so fast that you can barely see them and Goldo's like oh fuck and he holds his breath again to freeze time, and it turns out they were right about to punch him right between his weird, freaky eyes. He runs Close one. away, and he's like, and then he trips and falls on his butt, so he fucks it up, and Gohan and Krillin do a kamehameha, and they, they almost get him. Ginyu's uh, yell, get it together, you're making us look bad, we'll kick you off the team, or we'll make you sit at the kitty table, you little bitch. Yeah, with little chairs, so your legs are sticking up, because it's made for a child. We're your boys, and we're embarrassed by you, so <laughs> I don't know if you want to turn it around, or whatever, but it doesn't look good from here. Uh... Krillin and Gohan storm him, uh, but he announces, time to bust out my secret weapon. And, uh, you know, because he's like, uh, I'm sorry, he says, time to bust out my secret weapon. Uh, The sky gets all weird, and Gohan and Krillin can't move. And he goes, ah, yes, my paralysis bell. You can't move unless uh, Simon says, whoopsie doopsie. And Raccoon's like, damn, he must be in trouble because he's whipping that old trick out. And, uh, and then he literally says, this is what happens when you embarrass me in front of the boys. <laughs> <laughs> and we've all been there. So this is very relatable for Goldo for this one. Yeah. Goldo hates getting dunked on in front of the fellas. <laughs> it happens to me a lot. So I can really relate. Yeah. Alex, are you relating to Goldo in this? Yeah. When, when like I'm, I'm out with the boys and we're like at the mall and some kids embarrass me and I got to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> To maintain my good relations. He's so mad. He blasts a bunch of rocks at them while they're frozen. And then he makes a big pointed stake out of a tree. And he's getting a little cocky because he feels like he has to overcompensate because he tripped in front of his boys. And so he's doing that thing where he's trying to be really funny and everyone can tell he's trying too hard. Where he's like, oh, oh, SpaghettiOs. Here comes a big scary stick. Oh, get out of the way. Oh, Oh, are you going to get killed by a stick? Oh, Oh, (laughs) it's moving so slowly. And then he's like, it's still going to kill you. And he's like, hey, guys, you see this funny thing I'm doing? with a stick and the guineas are just like uh yeah guy just you know all right it's not funny <laughs> not funny uh, <laughs> try something better vegeta's <laughs> like fucking dumbass i literally <laughs> our number one comedic export <laughs> you would dude, probably say that these kids are 
that I don't know. He'd say something rude about fox the kids. I'm not, I'm not Jim Jeffries. <laughs> he'd call them fox sticks. <laughs> Isn't puppetry of the penis from Australia? I believe I don't know what it. That is. What is that? No sources. I believe it. 100%. In the in the nineties, like late nineties, early two thousands, there was like an off Broadway thing that was sweeping New York, where it was puppetry of the penis, and it's mm. uh, exactly what it sounds like. They had an, uh, an HBO special that I saw when I was in eighth grade on a school field trip. <laughs> it was me and it was all the boys. You we guys were like, like trying to get like the, the scrambled HBO channels. You're like, guys, you guys are not going to believe puppetry of the penis. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> nice. This is exactly what we were like. I think we could see some titties if we. Oh, no. Oh, what? <laughs> Why this is that is one a, dressed like Sherlock Holmes with it, a it tiny little like pipe and the like, pee hole? <laughs> no, they like stretch them out into shapes and stuff. It's oh, really, it looks like God. this one's frowning. Yeah, it's really <laughs> fucking upsetting. Uh, anyway, Vegeta's like these fucking dumbasses. I told them watch out. Meanwhile, Goldo's still going like, oh boy, this big stick is going to stick you. Wow, how embarrassing for you. Krillin's like, yo, Gohan, if you're going to like break, now would be the time. And he's like, I can't. I'm five years old. So Goldo's like, here it comes. You're going to get stabbed, but too late. A big blue slice slices, and it's Vegeta. He's cut off his motherfucking head, and the head's sitting, sitting on the ground. And it's like, ah, uh, you said. And he's like, those were your rules, dumbass. I'm Vegeta, killer of worlds. And he blasts him, and it was cool. It rules. Yeah, he lights his head on fire. That also, he talks for sick. a long time with his head on the ground. It's true, yeah. Yeah, he just a like, little bit of extra lore, you know. Goldo can talk with his head on the ground. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like just like because you're gonna never gonna see him again. Like well, let's squeeze in a little bit more. You know? um, yeah, and also in all fairness, this was the only way to kill Goldo because if he knows you're coming for him, yeah, he can stop time forever. Yeah. Krillin and Gohan are like, we owe you one, Vegeta, and he's like, oh, I literally couldn't give a fuck about you. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to knock out my opponents. Like, don't talk to me. Don't breathe on me. But also, get it the fuck together. And it was rude. Yeah. Not only does he kill children, but he's rude. Then uh, Jace is like, what the fuck? And Raccoon's like, oh, without Goldo, our pose will be all fucked up. And they all do the Ginyu Force pose. And he's right. It's off balance without him oh evade. i thought it still looked okay captain ginyu is gonna be mad i mean it was asymmetrical but it still looked good i thought it still kind of made a triangle yeah kind of shape it's like an isometric triangle do you think that's like i mean that doesn't that sound like a fear you'd have in this social circle when you're like i can't tell if my friends really like me or if they just need me to finish the pose well they made it pretty clear where they're like if you don't if fuck this up we're just gonna kick you out for a different short guy right and that's gotta hurt you know there's no there's no number of children you can torture with a large stick of wood (laughs) for those people to respect you um so they're like oh the boss will be mad but we gotta kill these guys so jace and uh uh maldo do uh rock paper scissors to see who they're gonna kill and they keep tying and Krillin's like, it's like it's just one big game for them. And then the announcer comes on. Gee, <laughs> ah, Goku's almost here. Frieza 
is also still here. All that and more on Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, let's uh, rate the episode, do an email, and get out of here. Okay. Out of seven Dragon Balls, Katie? Um, I love the Ginyu Force. Um, it was a little convoluted. I don't know. I'll give it five out of seven. I thought, you know, I had fun. Wow. Alex? I actually thought this episode was really good. Goldo's power is like one of the last interesting powers in mm-hmm. the show. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say the same thing. That isn't just a beam, and it's not just a, a big, strong guy. He, you know, does a different thing. So that's really cool. I also like the dynamic of the Ginyu Force. Honestly, it's like close to seven, but I don't think it's a... I wouldn't say it's a perfect episode because maybe the, the like, battles aren't big enough. So I'm gonna and it's kind of anticlimactic. Vegeta just blows his head off, even though it makes sense. So I'm gonna give it a yeah. six out of seven. Yeah, I'm gonna say the same thing. Six out of seven. I think it's great. It's for the same reasons. Like Goldo is like unique and fun and interesting, and and it's also, really the just voice like, actor for Goldo is great. Yeah, I think it's the same person who did um Susie on the Rugrats. She has like a really interesting voice that's like crackly but high, but also and, like, whiny. could be a fat green alien, maybe. Yeah, it's very good. But yeah, you're right. It's like um, I think they fucked it up a little bit because it's like the original fight obviously takes place over like a couple episodes, and I feel like there was some more discovery period in the original version of this, where like Goldo's just fucking them up and they can't figure out why. And it like takes a while before they're like, "Oh shit, he can freeze time." Yeah, I feel I like I do remember this taking a while. They're missing some of the buildup, and I, I I agree with Alex that he genuinely has a kind of a cool power that you they kind of just basically steal it and, and give it to Hit and Super and act like it's right, a new yeah. thing. <laughs> it's more fun here because it kind of has like this weird like incompetency to it, where he is like not super good at it, and that's kind of his only thing he has, and like. And he has he, to like, hold falls his on his breath ass to and do like, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The limitation of the breath hold is really interesting. Nobody has a limitation after this, you know. Yeah, there's well, like they, I guess have Super one, Saiyan three. Like you know, you run out of energy. Up. It'll come like in Dragon Ball Super when they were like, "I almost ran out of beams," <laughs> which could happen. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't yeah, know. R.I.P. Goldo. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, email time. It's time for Dragon Ball. Give me some of that Dragon Ball. Um, all right, this is from Bennett Christensen. Ooh, and this comes with a uh, a a what a name stage direction, which I will adhere to. Um. What what's the setting? Uh, well, the title of the email is the Frisbee Wonk. Ooh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. In episode 127 of the podcast, The Prince of All Frisbee, the guest David Drake said the professional ultimate Frisbee is played with a wham disc when in reality any competitive play past the middle school level is played with a 175 gram disc craft or disco store Frisbee. Furthermore, this is an oversight not befitting of someone of the title Prince of All Frisbee and the title should be given over to me, the Frisbee Wonk, 2015 All-Conference Player, Minnesota Open Division 3 state champion of 2016 and spirit award winner of 2018 
Well, here's the thing. Get out of thing. here, Frisbee Wong. Get out of here. <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, Ultimate Frisbee has the highest uh, rate of knee and ankle injuries of any sport, so his expectation uh, of a quote-unquote Frisbee camp, better known as a clinic to those who take the sport seriously, to be a laid-back experience was foolish. Is my <laughs> nightmare. You're a Chicago-based comedian, Frisbee Wong. In summary, David Drake is a fool and must relinquish the title of Prince of All Frisbee and hand it over to me. The Frisbee Wonk. Love the podcast. I've never watched any of Dragon Ball. <laughs> oh, man. That last part really saved it because the majority of that, I was getting real irritated. But now I'm, I'm any fan who loves the show and doesn't watch Dragon Ball is my favorite. <laughs> my favorite part of this is there is zero chance David Drake remembers any of this happening. Yeah, or, or that he is the Prince of Frisbee. Remotely gives a shit. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's it though. That's that's the. Well, email. thanks for writing in. Thanks. <laughs> that was, you that was an entertaining good at email. Yeah. <laughs> a useful I like that skill. One. My um, brother-in-law is very into frisbee. Maybe you've seen him on the frisbee circuit. Oh, poor! I just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> the frisbee hey, send circuit. Send me a message about the frisbee circuit. We'll get you two together. Can you imagine how bad the shoes are in the Frisbee circuit? Ugh. Gag me with a spoon. Yeah, it's gotta be bad. Oh, but even worse, imagine if they're not bad and they're actually like, people are buying like new cleats for their ultimate Frisbee. I don't know which one's worse. Like those weird toe shoes or like fancy cleats for ultimate Frisbee. They both disgust me. I think they should wear a ninja's tabby, the most aerodynamic of shoe. That's also a nightmare. Okay. Is we- that that two-toe thing? Ugh. Yeah, you know it's the two-toe. He <laughs> <laughs> got that two-toe. My only association with Ultimate Frisbee, besides like burners annoying me, are just... Uh, you guys ever watch the movie PCU? Of course. <laughs> yes, yeah. the hippies playing Frisbee. <laughs> uh-huh. like, they stole her disc. It just like burned into my memory. <laughs> oh, damn. I played a whole bunch of disc, and I'm real bad at it. <laughs> um, how are we? Are we at time? Did we do it? Oh, yeah. We're All right, good. beautiful. Let's do plugs and get the fuck out of here. Alex. Uh, I'd like to plug this uh, pork surprise I'm about to munch into right now. Uh, check it out. Check out the concept of pork. The meat most similar to man. <laughs> Katie? And, yeah, that's it. Oh, you can find me at Twitter, at Katie Rose, or Instagram at oh, hello, Katie Rose. Uh, please check out the show I produce for The Pit, Last Words, if you like conversations about metal and the happenings. Uh, I believe this week we have Nate from Spirit Adrift joining us. Woo! Woo! Nice. Woo! Uh, find me on Twitter, at Jeremy Thunder. Uh, check out my other podcast, Generation Loss. This week we watched uh, You the Living, and um, check out you, Alex's the other living podcast, uh, Pod Damn America. Oh, I don't know if I've heard of that one. Our rival podcast. Yeah, they don't have any original takes on Mystery Men that I couldn't do. So <laughs> it's true. They do. It's different. <laughs> it's more autistic. Listen to the show. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Join us next week. Super. Super. It's pork o'clock. Yum yum. <laughs> <laughs>